Welcome to the Apostolic Girl Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Johnson, and today's podcast is part of a short series called the Revelation Series. Now, back in uh, 2020, I felt disconnected from my purpose, the, my larger purpose, okay? The purpose, we all have a purpose every day. Um, inside our four walls, and that's to live for God and to um, the, love the uh, people that God's given us in our own home and, and be good examples to them. But the purpose that I'm talking about here is my larger purpose outside of my home, um, the bigger purpose of why God may have created me. And sometimes we get caught up with what's going on inside of our own four walls that we forget that there's a world out there that God gave us talents to reach and to minister to and to just be his hands and feet, um, even if that just means to love other people. And so this Revelation series was started because um, at a time in my life in, in 2020 where I felt disconnected from my purpose and it started with grief. Um, and if you want to hear that, you're going to go, you can go back to podcast episode 51, and you can hear the introduction to the Revelation series. But um, grief triggered a series of just days of distraction, which led to weeks of distraction, months of distraction, and what I call procrastination on steroids, uh, meaning the um, the distraction had no end. And, uh, and they're just, I seem more disconnected with each passing day to anything going on outside of my four walls here at home. So we're going to take on one chapter at a time of the book of Revelation, because God's word is always the place to start when we're trying to understand our bigger purpose. And we're going to slowly read in very in a very understandable version, one chapter at a time. Let's get started. Revelation 17. One of the seven angels who had emptied the bowls came over and said to me, Come on, I will show you how God will punish that shameless and immoral woman who sits on many oceans. Every king on earth has slept with her, and her shameless ways are like wine that has made everyone on earth drunk. With the help of the Spirit, the angel took me into the desert, where I saw a woman sitting on a red beast. The beast was covered with names that were an insult to God, and it had seven heads and ten horns. The woman was dressed in purple and scarlet robes, and she wore jewelry made of gold, precious stones, and pearls. In her hands, she held a gold cup filled with the filthy and nasty things she had done. On her forehead, a mysterious name was written. I am the great city of Babylon, the mother of every immoral and filthy thing on earth. I could tell that the woman was drunk on the blood of God's people who had given their lives for Jesus. This surprising sight amazed me. And the angel said, Why are you so amazed? 
I will explain the mystery about this woman and about the beast she is sitting on with its seven heads and ten horns. The beast you saw is one that used to be and no longer is. It will come back from the deep pit, but only to be destroyed. Everyone on earth whose names were not written in the book of life before the time of creation will be amazed. They will see this beast that used to be and no longer is, but will be once more. Anyone with wisdom can figure this out. The seven heads that the woman is sitting on stand for seven hills. These heads are also seven kings. Five of the kings are dead. One is ruling now and the other one has not yet come. But when he does, he will rule for only a little while. You also saw a beast that used to be and no longer is. That beast is one of the seven kings who will return as the eighth king, but only to be destroyed. The ten horns that you saw are ten more kings who have not yet come into power, and they will rule with the beast for only a short time. They all think alike and will give their power and authority to the beast. These kings will go to war against the Lamb, but he will defeat them because he is Lord over all lords and king over all kings. His followers are chosen and special and faithful. The oceans that you saw the immoral woman sitting on are crowds of people from all races and languages. The ten horns and the beast will start hating the shameless woman. They will strip off her clothes and leave her naked. Then they will eat her flesh and throw the rest of her body into a fire. God is the one who made these kings all think alike and decide to give their power to the beast. And they will do this until what God has said comes true. The woman you saw is the great city that rules over all kings on earth. Hey, so this is getting really intense, and I don't understand all of it to explain it to you. But I will ask you to listen to it again and again and again, because hearing the Word of God will do something to you, even if you don't understand it. So don't stop reading or listening to God's Word just because that you don't understand it. All right, so I'm gonna, let's dive into something that, seem, that may be a little bit sensitive. If you are a, an apostolic, um, then we're probably on the same page with doctrine and beliefs. But if you are not, and if you're a Trinitarian, I want to talk to you right now. I didn't become an apostolic. I was a Trinitarian for most of my, li my adult life. In my 30s, someone gave me a Bible study and I became an apostolic. So I want to talk to you right now because I know what it's like to be a Trinitarian and I was a very sincere Trinitarian. I loved God with all of my heart. So you have probably accepted Jesus Christ into your heart as your Lord and Savior. That's what most Trinitarians do. Um, and that's fabulous. That's wonderful. Uh, but I just want to let you know that there is more waiting for you. There's more. It's like getting just a slice of the pie when God has a whole pie for you. So let me take you through the more that God gave me. And, and hopefully this will be a blessing to you. And the, you may have done some of these things already too. So the accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, let's call that step one. 
Step two would be to repent. And that's a turning away from your sin. You may have already done this, but basically let's just talk about it for a minute. Turning from your sin, what does that mean? It means that recognizing that there are things that you do and you say and you think that displease God, it makes him sad and unhappy. And when you realize that and you ask him to forgive you and then you make up in your mind, I'm gonna walk away from that. I'm not going to do those things, think those things, say those things anymore. And guess what, we're human beings and so it is probably gonna happen again. And then you repent again. So repentance is, is a daily thing. It's something you do every day. It's not a license to sin, but it is saying I am human and I need you every single day with every thought, everything that I do and everything that I say. The third step is to be baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus. Now I was baptized three times. I was baptized as a baby because I was a Catholic, born into a Catholic family. That was a very nice thing. Um, and then when I went to college, I converted from Catholicism to um, a born-again Christian, and I was baptized again. That was a full-body baptism, and they, I was baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And again, that was a very nice thing. And then in my 30s, I met a woman who gave me a Bible study and taught me about the baptism in Jesus' name. And so I was baptized in my 30s, full immersion again, whole body baptism. But this time when I went down, they called the name of Jesus Christ. And they said, I baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ. And let me tell you, friends, that made all the difference in the world. I felt when I came out of that water like chains had fallen from my wrist. I kid you not. I felt like big, heavy chains had fallen from my wrist the minute I came out of that water. So I encourage you to take these next few steps. There's a few more steps after this. So let's run through those again. First, you're, you accepted him as your Lord and Savior in your heart. That's awesome. Secondly, you need to turn from your sin and repent daily. And the things that please God begin to live in a way that's pleasing to him. And then third, you're going to be baptized in his name, which is Jesus. And then there's another one, which is fourth. Fourthly, you're going to ask God, ask God to fill you with the Holy Ghost. That is his spirit. The scripture calls it the Holy Ghost, um, but it's, it's his spirit. And you'll know it because your mouth will begin to utter a language that's unknown to you. So when you, when you ask God to fill you with his spirit, something wonderful is going to happen. He says in his word that the Spirit's going to lead you into all truth. And so life will be different for you. You will see things differently. And when God begins to show you things, then you're going to begin to live a separate life unto God. Because he's going to show you things, even more things that are displeasing to him. And you're going to, at that point, then you're going to have to make choices. And you're going to say, you know what? I see this now. This is something that, that's not good for me, and you don't like this, and so I am going to change this. I'm going to stop these things. I'm going to give these things to you. Those, that's called living a life that's separated and consecrated to God. And so that's the exciting life of living wholly committed as a Christian, and I wish that for you. 
I really wish that for you. So thank you for listening and please share this podcast with someone that you know that needs to hear it.